welcome oh my god welcome to the fifth episode of volley versus the universe i am your host volley it is very nice to meet you i hope you're doing good today or tonight or whatever um uh let's okay i know i know i know you guys hate it when i do this when i do announcements first and then you just want to get into the episode i'm sorry but i'm gonna do announcements um so i'm gonna be honest with you I don't know how to feel about the podcast recently. My views have gone down and like significantly. Like I get 10 views per episode instead of the 60 that I got on the first one. And I understand some people don't want to listen, but it, you know, it kind of it kind of brings down your motivation to post and to record. But you know what? I'm going to push through it. It's just a rut and I understand that. So I'm going to continue to do my thing. And then when I feel like I need to, I will go on a hiatus, um, whether it's for mental health or not. Um, okay. I put out a YOLO, right? I put out a YOLO for people to send me life advice, but I got advice myself. Cool. Um, I wish this person came to me personally so that we could have gone further into the conversation. Like there's one specific part that I wish that we could have talked about, but I don't know who said it. And I don't want to be the person that's like, hey, yo, who said this? So I'm not upset to have wrote this. I just want to have a personal conversation with them if they are willing to. Um, but I want to talk about it on the podcast so that um, you guys can understand what I'm going through and what I'm talking about. So this person said for them personally that they would not like to hear something so personal. Um, and they want it to be a little bit less personal. And keep friends names out of it and leave out teachers and inside jokes okay so first off the personal part i understand people can be uncomfortable with that but the whole point of the podcast is to be personal let me explain um so basically everybody's going through a hard time right we know this some people like i just know what it feels like to be so stuck in this routine and and like kind of feeling empty, like you have no purpose. And I just, I don't want these people to to feel like they're alone through that. And when I get personal, I get personal for a reason. And I want these people to feel comfortable enough to come to me with their issues. Like I'm almost their friend, whether they know me or not. Like, that's just what I want. And I'm going to be personal if I want to be and when I want to be. And if you don't like that, I'm sorry. But that's the whole point of my podcast. That's why I made it. Not just to sit around and talk about stupid shit. Like, as much as I love doing that, I want to do it with purpose. And this is the most important thing to me about my podcast. And that's why I'm continuing to do it. Because I know people listen and sometimes it makes them feel better. So if you don't like that, I'm sorry. But I couldn't give less of a shit. (laughs) As for the friends' names, um... I ask my friends if they want their names to be said. They say yes or no. And if they say yes, then I use their name. Um, I understand that you may not know them, but they want their names to be said. So I say their names. It's that simple. As for teachers, okay, I understand. I really shouldn't say teachers' names because I don't really know them personally that well. And I shouldn't really just assume that they want their names to be said. So I understand completely um where that's coming from so i definitely won't be doing that even though i said 
one time before. I understand where you're coming from, so I definitely won't be saying that again. I'll probably make up a fake name for them next time. And inside jokes, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> oh, this is where I wish you would have, uh, or they would have come in and talked to me personally because I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what personal like inside jokes I've said. So, uh, and then I would have known like what not to say for that, and if I agree. So, there's that. Um, uh, and then they said maybe try to experiment with the lengths of your episode. Um, and that they think that having them shorter will make it less intimidating to listen to. Um, I don't understand the intimidating part to that, but I, I, I guess I can understand that, like, they feel a need to listen, but it's too long of an episode. I get it. I'm not begging you to <laughs> sit down and listen to each episode carefully. This is just something that you listen to when you feel like you need to. When you feel like you need somebody to listen to or you feel like you need a friend right now. So that's the whole point of that. Um, and as for making them shorter um, and experimenting with lengths in my video, I see where you're coming from, but in the last few episodes, uh, it does need to be a little bit longer because I was talking about time travel and uh, the multiverse theory. So that's why <laughs> that's so long. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, I can, I hope in this episode it can be a little bit shorter so that I can see what you, what, uh, if that brings me more views. Um, this next part kind of makes me upset because, uh, well, I'll just read it to you and then I'll explain. Um, and then they said, bust in, a little, huh? Bust but most important is to have fun. Don't stress yourself out over losing views, viewers. You got this. I Here's why that makes me upset. I know it's supposed to be like comforting and really nice, but they just pointed out majority of my podcast and said, this is what I think is wrong with your podcast and said, majority of your podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wish you didn't say that. Because now I'm even more stressed out because that's why I'm losing viewers. Do I need to completely change my podcast to make people satisfied? And honestly, I am doing this because I want to. And I'm not going to worry about what uh, other people think. Whether they think my podcast is stupid or bad or if they think it's really good. Like, I'm only going to look towards the positivity of what I think. And I'm trying to get out of the habit of overthinking about stupid things like this. Like, it's just a podcast. Why am I getting so conflicted over viewers? So, um, I appreciate the, the criticism, the constructive criticism. And I'm so glad that you said this because I feel like a lot of people are thinking this. Um, and so that's why I put this in the beginning of the episode, that you would understand where I'm coming from. And so I can further explain why this is the way that it is. Um, okay, we're going to talk cancel culture. I know, I know it's kind of a weird topic, but I've personally been seeing a lot of cancel culture recently. And it's like, it's kind of bothering me. Like, personally, I don't have very good thoughts about it. And um, I did a little bit of research and I still don't have very good thoughts about it. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it 
and what I think about it and give you guys my opinion as well as some information that I found on it so that we can both formulate our own opinions. Okay, cool. So cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for canceling public figures and companies after they have done or said something considered offensive. Cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. Okay, we know what cancel culture is. It's a pretty simple thing. We all know what it is. Basically, somebody does something stupid, says something dumb or offensive. Um, people go after them and start kind of like man-dogging them on social media until they either acknowledge it or apologize or whatever. Um it's turned into a catch-all for people in power facing consequences for their own actions or receive any type of criticism something that they are not used to this is an interesting take that i got from uh, an issue or like a little article from time magazine um i find this a very interesting take because personally for me like every time i see cancel culture i'm usually like well what did they do have they apologized but this is a very interesting take in my opinion because of the fact that um they they take it like this is criticism for their actions and what they've done and then they get upset and then they're getting canceled for it that's an interesting uh take because i feel like the criticism that cancel culture gives is not criticism at all <laughs> But it's interesting to hear that it is viewed as criticism to some people. And this is what I think people in who support, uh, what's it called, cancel culture, think of it. That it, um, it's a type of criticism. Anyways, uh, the 2020 Republican National Convention talked about cancel culture, culture wanting to combat it. Basically, I think it's crazy how this is this was an issue on just social media and now it's becoming uh, a national kind of issue in the sense that um a, a political party has even taken their time in their convention to talk about it um yeah that's kind of crazy that's that's showing that it is viewed as a big issue um a celebrity or other public figure does or says something offensive a public backlash often fueled by politically aggressive progressive social media ensues then come to the then come the calls to cancel the person so this basically explains the steps somebody a celebrity says something wrong says something offensive or does something offensive and a public backlash happens where people become either provide further evidence on the issue or they begin to talk further on it and discuss their opinions and then begins the canceling of the person um the resolution described oh this is like a an opinion from somebody talking about it i can't fully remember i don't know i can't remember but the resolution described cancel culture as having grown into erasing of history, encouraging lawlessness, uh, muting citizens, and violating free exchange of ideas, thoughts, and speech. This is another interesting take that I kind of don't agree with. Um, I don't think cancel culture is trying to erase 
history, nor do I feel like it's encouraging lawlessness, nor muting citizens. Honestly, I don't agree with this entire statement. Um, if anything, these people are expressing their thoughts, uh, bringing up good, co- uh, sometimes good criticism, and they aren't encouraging lawlessness. If anything, they're wanting to express that what this person have, has done is unfair and needs to be talked about. I don't understand the erasing history thing. That doesn't really make sense to me. How are you? Uh, what? Um, I I don't know how to describe that. That's very confusing. I don't think anybody really understands it. Anyways, um, personally, I don't think cancel culture is gr- good. I feel like it creates a, a toxic environment on the internet. Um, but like furthermore, how does one justify canceling someone? How how can somebody like? fuck up that bad that you need to deplatform them like i want to know what they have to do for you to feel like you need to do that like i could understand like you found information on sexual harassment and rape or that they've uh done extremely awful things to this person but like i don't think that them i'll, I'll show an example i know I'll, I'll i'll do the example and then i'll talk about that um how do you dictate when someone should or shouldn't be canceled and how is you making that decision better for the situation like how does it better it because it's already been done you telling i feel like okay personally for me if somebody does something that's wrong and offensive you need to tell them that they need to apologize and that they need to own up to their actions and like like, honestly, I've never really seen that good of a, an apology from a celebrity, really. I can't really think of one. Uh, let me think. Mm, no, I can't think of one. Um, <laughs> I don't think that there's anybody that's, like, fully apologized and fully wholeheartedly meant it that I've seen through celebrities. So... Personally, for me, I think a good apology is automatically not trying to do the clickbait bullshit where it's like, I'm sorry, dot, dot, dot. Huh? That's clickbait. Why are you clickbaiting? Don't do that. And then, like, they have, like, this whole, like, crying bullshit. Like, no. That's, see, this is where the issue comes in because for somebody to own up to their actions... I want you to be serious, I want you to explain why what you did was wrong, but more importantly, immediately apologize and recognize that your issue, what you did was wrong. That's how I think it should be done. And I just want to know, like, how is you deplatforming platforming this person uh, for, like, a minor, a minor, not, like, something like rape allegations and stuff like that, like, if they have rape allegations and multiple of them for this is an example but um if they have stuff like that i they need to be deplatformed in my opinion um but if it's like like what's something that's minor that somebody shouldn't be deplatformed for uh, uh well i guess it all comes with reason right mm, well i i've seen this some people who don't want to use their platforms for talking about, uh, for example, Black Lives Matter. 
Um, I've seen that a lot. I don't think it's fair for you to decide what a person should post on their platform. And also, it may not be in their political views. And I understand that, uh, you guys, like, I, I support Black Lives Matter and I view it as not a political view, but a basic human right. But it's, it's a really controversial topic for people. Like, I can't even bring it up around my parents without them being upset. So, um, it's hard to change people's opinions, and if they want to be educated, then they could be educated. But you can't force them to do something like, uh, support something that they don't support. So, and although it is basic human right, my opinion, of course, I don't know. I think it is just like a basic human right. It should be, but, you know. Um, people, you just can't force them. They have to educate themselves. And if they want to, you can't force them. And that's an example of people doing cancel culture in a place that doesn't need cancel culture, in my opinion. Um, for example, the James Charles and Tati incident. Um, first off, I don't think James portrayed his side that well. I mean, like, he was pretty honest the first half. And then, like... I don't know. Tati just brought in so much bullcrap. Like, bullcrap bullshit. And the way that people just automatically believed her. Like, I remember hearing her side and I was like, uh, and then I heard James's side and I was like, uh, honestly, they both kind of sound like they're spewing bullshit. Like, like, James, he's just protecting himself from the, from those allegations. And then Tati, I was like, why are you even making this video? If you have an issue, bring it up with him. Don't, like, that's just asking for cancel culture to happen. You know what I mean? And then this one really makes no sense to me. Um, So Zoe Laverne, I know a lot of people don't like her, but this situation doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, so Zoe Laverne is getting canceled for... An Instagram live that she did years ago where she said she wanted to wait until marriage. And, like, I think earlier this week, she uh, let her fans know that she was pregnant and she plans on keeping the baby. And people were like, ah, she said she would wait until marriage. She's pregnant. No, that's, first off, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. Like, she can decide when she wants to have sex and when she doesn't want to. So I don't feel like that's fair to begin with um but of course nobody fucking cares so um like that's one of one example that i'm like how can you deep like want to deplatform somebody over something like this it's literally her choice like that doesn't make sense to me the the james charles and tati thing i felt like we didn't have enough information for it that those are just two examples um okay i f i I kind of, yeah, I want to talk now, I want to roll out of this, so, um, yeah, so let's talk about some new segments I added, eee! I know, I added some new segments, let's talk about the first one, which is song recommendation, yes, I'm doing song recommendations now, um, this is a song that I'm going to recommend to you guys every week. That I think you'll enjoy or that I hope you'll enjoy um and this the song the very first song recommendation is white ferrari 
by Frank Ocean. Oh, let me tell you now, Frank Ocean's voice can make a grown man cry. He, his voice reminds me of Honey going, like, like, it feels warm in the chest every time he sings, and that's really weird, it's a really weird analogy, but I love the idea of, like, warmth in people's voices, um, and he has that, he has that, so I seriously recommend Frank Ocean, I know a lot of you guys probably already know him, and I'm on the bandwagon late, but it's a good song, White Ferrari by Frank Ocean, listen to it. Next is show recommendations. This is where I recommend a show to you, obviously. Um, Over the Garden Wall. I've rewatched this show way too much. Way, way too much. And I've rewatched it like three times this past week. And every time I rewatch it, there's more and more things that I notice in the show that have connections. And it's a quick, like, 14 minute each episode. It's a quick series, 10 episodes. And Oh my fucking god, is it good. The animation is in 2D, the character design is amazing, the character development is amazing, and you just need to watch it. It's on Hulu, that's the only place I know that has it, maybe Amazon Prime, but seriously, just watch it. Just do it. Um, Next book recommendation, where I recommend a book every week. Um, The book of this week, of my choice is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. This is a book about not giving a fuck. It literally relates to um, how to live your life without giving a fuck. Um, It's really nice. Um, If you're like struggling with trying to get over what people think, trying to get over um, self-hatred and things like this and overthinking, this is a book for you. It will literally help you teach teach yourself how to get over this shit. It's like I think it's like ten dollars paperback on, uh, um, what's it called, Amazon Prime. Seriously, watch it. It is. I mean, not watch it. Read it. It's really really good. Um, now here's another part that I really enjoy. It's goal of the day. Here's the goal. Here's your goal for the day. I want you to celebrate self-love today. And whether you're listening way late or you're listening today or in the next year, I don't care. I want you to get up, go to the mirror, and be like, Hey, you want from piece of ass. You're a bad bitch. Now, if you're a guy and you are concerned with your masculinity and you're like I don't want to say that okay here's what you can say I feel handsome today it's that simple just say something that can motivate you and just try to celebrate self-love it's so important so so important so please go do something for yourself go go tell yourself that you love yourself that's your goal for today okay here is the final segment of today the advice segment, the life advice segment. Um, first question, can we get in our hour? Uh, no, you cannot. Boom, answered. Next question, how do you feel about people who don't believe in taking the vaccine? Personally, that's up to you, but either way, it's going to end up being like a flu shot 
basically because of how fast this fucking thing mutates um it mutates like the flu okay i hope that makes sense um so you're gonna have to get out every year probably and i just think okay so my sister is a is a a public health major and currently she's in an internship for um for testing the vaccine and like doing research on it and all this stuff which is like very very interesting it's just kind of hard for me to comprehend because there's so much that plays into it so she's definitely the best person to talk to about this (laughs) maybe i'll have her on the show um which by the way my whole family knows basically about the podcast except for my dad so there's that but anyways uh she does research on the vaccine and she says that the best thing you can do is wait for the results to come out because the healthcare, uh, not the healthcare, the frontline workers and essential workers are the first to get it. So let's just wait until those results come out and we can see how effective it is. And then you can decide whether you do or don't want to get it, which I feel like makes the utmost amount of sense. Like why you should do that over just denying it completely before you've seen results i know people are scared about it being like oh it's only been eight months how do i know if it's good it's created in eight months that's way too fast of a process and it should be i understand where you're coming from and i see why that's an issue however i think at some point you do have to realize that your health needs to come first and if this vaccine has like i I think it has a 97 percent or something of uh effectiveness or whatever uh and I, I, I think you should take that chance. I doubt you're going to be in the 3%. So, yeah, I don't think there is a reason not to take it. However, it's your body, your choice. <laughs> I can't sit here and yell at you to take it or not. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the life advice segment. Uh, I have to end it off here. I'm so, so sorry. I wish I could stay and talk longer. Um, anyways, I am... Uh, I've been, um, I hope you guys like this episode. I really hope you guys like this episode, but it is now my time to finish it off. So thank you all for listening. I've been your host, Volley, and this has been Volley versus the Universe. I hope to see you back sometime. Bye-bye.